Hello guys, welcome to One Leg Up, and this is our special series called Tech Squawk, where we discuss how you can deliver the very best customer experience through technology, and predominantly we discuss things like CRM, ERP, dialers, CPQs, and how you're able to achieve these zero marketing waste, and of course, efficiency and effectiveness from within your internal operations. I'm Victor Sun. I'm the, the mastermind here at One Leg. And today I am joined as always, you know, here at our Tech Squawk series uh, by our two special guests, Casey Urias and Stephen White. And we will just, we will get into this in a moment here, but first let's check in with these two. Uh, let's see how things are going. Let's start with you, Casey. Casey, how are things? Things are going good. Uh, I went to a swap meet over the weekend and I was able to get bulk supply of uh, bird seed for my birds. And so in my mind, that's a very good week. How's it going with you? Good, good. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a busy few months and it continues to be, which is great because we, we deal with all kinds of, you know, really cool problems and challenges and with technology. Um, let's move on to you, Stephen. How are things with you, Stephen? Oh, things are fantastic. It's been a uh, it's been a really great couple of weeks here. I'm getting tired of this dry weather, but other than that, things are good. I just think it's really fitting you're getting bird seed, and uh, with our bird themed tech squawk podcast, it's all just all the gears. Hey, are that coming wasn't together. my idea. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so right. you know, today we're going to be again. Um, you know, we've been, we've had a lot of requests. We've, we've gotten some popularity, uh, and we've just you know since you know, uh, branded this this one now as our as a as our part of our one leg up, you know, podcast series and content. Um, but again, lots of lead perfection users, CRM users, Market Sharp, Improved 360, Salesforce, uh, Jobber, Keep. But really, a lot of them are asking, how do you make, how do you utilize, you know, the platform better? And at the end of the day, I think what we've realized in just the last nine months is. Many companies, you know, if I were to put a percentage of you using your CRM, your ERP at 100%, many of them are using 50% or less, right, of, of the capabilities of their platform. And I think a lot of it has to do with not knowing that these things can be done in their CRMs and, and their platforms. And, and the other is just not actually turning it on and, and using it correctly. And so, you know, today I think one of our our topic is going to be focused predominantly on lead perfection, right? Uh, our, our partner or, or a partner of LP. And with lead perfection today, what is the two things that you guys can recommend, or at least what do you guys want to discuss today? Let's start with you, uh, Casey. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, the subtables, which a lot of people uh, don't know about specifically because you literally cannot see them until uh, they are requested. So um, subtables, it's a really cool little customized area where you can make things match for your business specifically. And uh, I want to give you guys the uh, inside information on them. Good. And and so for the subtables, really, there's there's two places on lead perfection that you can have this the front the front end which is really before the sale takes place and then there's also the post sale right and so for the for the front end you know on 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 lead perfection can you can you give some uh some examples of how you know this can be uh customized and be utilized and then let's go to the post and afterwards 
Oh yeah, you bet. So one of the most common subtables that I've seen for almost all of our clients is they use it for referral information. And um, just as an FYI, for subtables, uh, people utilize them specifically to fill in the blanks. It's almost like a sticky note or like a, a message on the bottom of like a PowerPoint that is like, okay, all of these out of the box stuff is great. You know, knowing all the job information is great. Knowing all the contact detail is great. But I also want to talk about this. For my company that's what the subtable is for so for pre-sale i usually see referral information where did this lead come from this is from um john madden <laughs> and uh, he he's the one that recommended it from this area right and not only can you just have just like a blank part of that subtable that is for notes but you could also utilize drop downs you can utilize dates any kind of field that normally is used on lead perfection, you can put and build in that field there. It's like a mini form. Exactly. And and I think I'll add to that, and I, I won't necessarily go into detail because that's probably another topic, but, you know, when I've put together and I think, you know, I was one of the first to utilize the subtables for lead scoring, right? Because you had to put some data inputs in there and tie it down to, you know, statistical data from that you would get from um, the Census Bureau, wherever you're, you know, wherever you would pull this information from. Um, but also quite importantly is many companies don't do this, but you know, they do, many companies do follow-ups and sometimes multiple follow-ups. And what they don't realize is that out of the box, Lead Perfection has the follow-up, but that's it. You know what I mean? You, you, if you, if you meet with somebody several times, you don't even know when, and you can't calculate for that. And the subtables is a great place to be able to go and denote all the other times that you've met with them and even render some form of disposition or some sort of definition for that. Um, this is especially important for remodelers, you know, remodelers who sell big projects, kitchen, bathroom remodeling, uh, big projects like room additions, basements, you know, and even large projects that have multiple projects. You know, let's say you, you're doing windows, the roofing, the siding, and there's several times that you have to meet with them. And, you know, maybe you have architectural blueprints or diagrams, right? That you have to study that and you're the designer or the, salesperson has to visit several times or meet you want to denote those things somewhere other than the one time that you say well this was a follow-up because what happens is when you do follow-ups and you change the date the last follow-up gets deleted so you don't even know and this is one of the things that i think is missing in this industry it's like people are almost always interested in the first visit that's the one called close right and and then what happens there did i sell or did i not sell maybe i followed up but nothing in between and i think that's a big problem um that you can solve and you can easily come up with ways to even monetize those things or even come up with, with really great content because you now know hey with my remodels, it actually takes seven visits or seven follow-ups. And so now here's the cadence of that. Um, and so that's that's one suggestion that I would make on the subtables. Again, underutilized. You see it because if it's our clients, we almost always recommend it. But you don't see it with the clients that we don't have that don't utilize it. Um, what about the post-sale? Like when, when something gets sold, what, what would you recommend they start using or maybe they start thinking about case? Yeah, so for the post-sale, um, there is so much that goes on in terms of 
personal information is being shared from the client and we like there's just not enough tabs to cover everything they could possibly show you so there's a finance tab that you can put all the finance information in but there may be more information that you're like okay well this lender does this particular thing or i have this discloser that does this particular thing all of those little odds and ends that are individual that's usually what goes in the subtable post-sale. And something else that um, actually wasn't mentioned so far is anything in the subtable is also reportable and trackable. So you can run reports based on the information that is in the subtable, and you can also um, have triggers uh, on the subtable itself as well that um, can send people alerts when something is changed or updated on there. So it's it's just it's really good for keeping everybody on track, and especially in production. I know the subtable is sometimes utilized for. Um, if there's just so many products that have so many details that this person does, like uh, Steven's actually uh, worked in the past with like an all-in-one remodeling company, there just wasn't enough information on the front page to take care of all of the little individual products, measurements, and styles for each part, you know? So it's an extension of um, all of the details that you need post-sale. Yeah, and, and that is a good point. Now, there, now, just as a caveat, a lot of this is not out of the box. Um, you know, if you're a lead perfection user, there is a cost involved, not only on the intellectual side where you, you know, you probably want to find, you know, companies like us or people like us who are able to go and do those for things for you. Um, and I'm sure there's other, you know, um, companies, you know, that have people like that. Um, I think we're one of the first to actually be more of like the partner that does implementation for LP. But somebody capable because there's a lot of planning involved right um and there are ways to go and create um these particular integrations where maybe you can query a form or a database somewhere and push that information you know um to the lead perfection subtables but that is in fact one of those things that um lots of people don't use it lots of people ignore it or don't know that it exists which i think is even like that's that's the part right there that you may not know you're missing on it because you don't know it exists but if you do know that it exists and you're just not sure you know that's probably one of those things you want to ask us about is you know how do i utilize that better um let's move on to steven steven you know what's what's the one tip or what's the what's the thing that you've seen um that we've almost always you know try to maximize or use effectively but not always uh, you know with, with with prospects or with people who use lead perfection you know it's it's funny you, you mentioned this whole uh only using about 50 percent one of the things i want to mention is like like the old trope uh you're only using 10 percent of your brain i feel like a lot of lead perfection users are probably only using about maybe 50 percent like you said before of the lead perfection process, or they're misusing it or using it in a wrong way. And one of the things that I think is the most important, uh, really just simple documentation, there's uh, right out of the box, several places where you can keep your notes. And I've seen this misuse almost across the board with all the companies that I've seen. It's just, uh, it seems to be a simple thing that is either overthought or underthought, and uh, it just leads to confusion across the board, depending on, you know, who is who's who's able to see this. You know, where is it? Where are the notes? Are these useful for the sales rep? Are these useful for the next person to make the phone call? We want to try to improve the user experience, and if the notes aren't properly made or kept, then it's just turning into a challenge for sales reps, callers. Um, just everybody. And 
and the challenge with you know keeping bad notes, uh, something that I've heard some of the people who make the phone call say, especially if the notes aren't kept correctly, is didn't, didn't you look at the notes? Didn't you know about this last conversation? You've already had this conversation with me before. And uh, gosh, I feel like I feel like such a uh, well, I just feel like you're in a bad situation. It really brings down the morale of your team, especially if you're having this conversation for the second or third time. You're bringing down your brand, and yeah, I'm just getting too deep into it. But I want to go down into the into uh, explaining what are the different notes tabs and what are their purposes. Because I okay, feel so, like they're you know this is a very simple piece that's out of the box available to all Lead Perfection users, and it's available both on the on the front end and the back end, right of Lead Perfection the notes. Now for the front side it sounds like mm -hmm. you're talking about people who are in the marketing call center you know front forward facing sales and and, and they're not utilizing that or at least they're not uh, keying in pieces of information that they should be now the reality is you know um if you're using dialers or some form of transcription or automation you know um there's a way to be able to do that and then push that information into lp right into the record but if you want to just keep it simple, it sounds like, you know, you've seen it working with, I mean, you are our 5'9 resident, you know, alchemist as well. Um, and you, you go and, and, and deal with uh, companies who have large call centers, for example, and they don't take notes. And so what happens is they're only interested in the outcome, but not in the details. And, and I think that that is a, that's a more of a cultural problem and a management issue, I think. And we, you know, we have seen companies where they've just, not even use the note section, right? The note section is completely blank. There's nothing in there, and I think the what you're suggesting is is quite simple, um, and it's it's something that's useful, right? Have your team put down what happened in the call, what they think happened. Same thing for salespeople, and there are reports on Lead Perfection that you can tie these things down. Um, like some people don't realize that there's this uh, report called the MOD report that comes out for salespeople, and they can you can actually quantify what it is that they've said on the notes. And once they've run the jobs for all the things that you see on the presentation page, quite interestingly enough, some companies you know don't like that because they don't want the salespeople writing their stuff but i think it's quite therapeutic and you can really get into the mind of the salesperson you know what they're thinking um on the sale on the call center side you make an excellent point you know people clients will be, be pissed off and say didn't i just tell you that i'm still waiting on this quote and I need you guys to follow up in this date and time, or I didn't I ask you guys to send me this info and nobody sent it to me or this issue. And then in the other next call center rep who follows up a week later, no notes and they go, I didn't know that. <laughs> Because there were no notes written down. Gosh. I actually, uh, I wanted to jump in and give a small antidote about that. Um, we actually had um, a sales rep go missing for a couple of days in one of uh, my last jobs. And we thought the guy ditched. We didn't know where they went. And when we went in the notes tab, we found out that their car got stolen. And they were they were at the police station trying to figure out who stole their car. So yeah, you know, you never know what you'll find in there. It's interesting. Wow. It, I think it's important to break down the different kinds of notes because on lead perfection, just like I mentioned out of the box, right? They're on the lead detail page. There's three different places where you can keep your notes. And I just want to make sure we're clear about what notes section you're talking about. Because if you say notes, it could mean different things to different people, depending on what the cult company culture is. 
if the note section is I'm going to leave a note on a lead, then it's going to turn into, um, especially if you're looking at the lead screen. And you can see, if you're watching us on YouTube, then you're going to see this this graphic for your your uh, you know something to reference. Um, the neat the the notes here, these are going to be uh, the notes that are left for your designer. Typically, this is uh, park outside. It's you know behind the blue sedan. You know, make sure if you're driving up, you want to let them know. You know, this is the gate code. This is the kind of notes you leave on this section here. Uh, if you're leaving notes for the next caller so that they can be better prepared to make that conversation a little more effective, that's going to be on this note screen. It's going to have a little bit more detail as far as time-stamped code, when the call happened, a little more continuity uh, left for the next caller. And then if you're leaving a note for the sales rep on how to handle that appointment, this isn't directions on how to get there, but how to handle this person. Maybe they're a veteran. Maybe they're the person who uh, recently had a bad experience with another sales rep and trying to set them up to succeed, this is the best note section for that information. And and I see these notes just across the board mis, mis, misaligned so that you know, you're leaving notes that should be left for the next caller in one of these other sections. And uh, the next person is just not aware of what's going to be the best way to handle the call or yeah, the best way to handle that sale. It's, 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 it's interesting because in this industry, you find a lot of sales training you know, and sales you know, gurus train, but there's not a lot of companies that do like CRM data training, use of your platform training, which is just as important, you know, and nowadays in the world of data and analytics, you know, one could argue that it may be more important because it's quantifiable data, right? And and I think it's just having a discipline, um, you know, a lot of companies make this mistake of relying on their call center manager to be their technology expert right and and the reality is that's that's just not the case you're hiring somebody to lead a group just like a sales manager by insp inspiring people training them how to speak and going through those you know through those through those exercises but most of the time they're not the technology expert they're not the one who is going to be able to go and and say look tactically this is the section that's going to be used here this is the section that's going to be used for sales this is a section for notifications only and then i want to tie all of those things down you know independently on reports or analytics right because now you have nlp natural language processing ai you've got transcribing you can actually go and pull all these words the speech you know you can do the um the speech to text transcribe them and then put them on a platform that actually analyzes the words right so that you you get that so words do matter but you need to collect this data but again i think the issue i think you know from what you both are saying is training is not knowing where to place it not having the discipline and that's because most companies don't really have a call center they rely on the call center manager or their call center management team to go and understand this when the reality is they're not experts on the technology themselves right they're they're they're, they're more geared towards the people side of things um okay so that's that's definitely something that now how about on the post sale end you know do you have any recommendations there um you know for either one of you guys in terms of being able to use the notes because i know with the on the on the say on the post sale it can be quite confusing to some users especially those who have not used it because on the post sale uh side there's to do tasks which 
are technically notes that are kind of like virtual post-its. Then you've got comments and then you've got notes, <laughs> you know, so, you know, any, any ideas there on how people could maybe, you know, navigate through those or maybe start thinking about using them? Um, for the good news uh, on post sale, uh, there there's a lot more tracking in terms of step to step using like milestone grid and being able to track statuses because that's a drop down available on the top. Um, but it literally is limited by characters. And so you might have one to two to three words on what your statuses or or like a handful of uh, like like a phrase on where you are in the project. But that doesn't tell you the details of the project. And so in that step where you are right now, you can utilize the note tab to get specific, you know, why is it stuck in production? Why is it stuck in this area? Why has it been there for so long? And then people getting the notification saying, oh shoot, you know, we're way past due in this part of the step. You're like, well, this is the reason why. And they don't have to go hunting the same person down over and over and over again and asking them a bunch of questions. The same question, rather. Yeah, yeah. Missing items, things that you could uh, just documenting that. What took place in the last phone call that's kind of held this back or what's happening in a department. Those are all appropriate on the notes, I think. And then, you know, comments would be individual comments. Like, I feel that you know, we could have gone on a different route on an addendum or a change order, or I feel like, you know, and, and, and those sort of things can be probably separated or segregated. But again, it's very tough to rely on the sales manager or even your, even the people who are, you know, conducting the administration of your documents from LEAP or a CPQ, right? Um, because they're not really looking at those things and on an internal level and, 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 and looking at it from a perspective of, well, how am I going to tie this to reports or analysis or the internal process, right? That's really the challenge here. Um, um, any other suggestions, you know, that you guys may have? We're, we're almost at time here. Um, want to give you guys, you know, another ch one last, you know, chance to maybe provide another tidbit here that maybe people don't know. One last hurrah on my end is if you can't get the subtables up and running as fast as you want them, there's something called user fields that a lot of people also don't know about. And that's where you can take just a little handful of fields that you need. You just have that one thing that you want to have the date on, or you have that one bit of information you want to have on your team's post-sale information. You can go in there yourself and put in those user fields. And that's something that is out of the box, isn't it, Vic? Uh, yes and no, in the sense that even if, yes, it's available, you may not have to pay for those things to customize them if you know how to, if you know how to do them. But I think at the end of the day, if you didn't know they existed, you don't know how to use them. It's like, you know, it's like trying to cook for the first time. It was funny because when you were doing this and you're, you're explaining it, I, I was imagining a chef describing to me how to go and, and put it together, you know, this meal. And I think this is a challenge for a lot of home improvement companies. They, you know, there's this thing where you come up with an idea because you hear it from somewhere and you think I can do that. You know, I mean, 
when I was younger, I thought I'd be a basketball player. You know what I mean? I thought I that'd be a good idea if I could be a basketball player or a football player, but it never happened because, again, you know, you you have to figure out that there's a reason why certain people are are very good at it because of experience or maybe because they're geared towards it. But the other thing is, if you really do need it and you really want to go and use it, you should seek the help right of the expert or the person who at their hands can can really make that happen or work. How about you, Stephen? Any last thoughts here? Yeah, I think that, like, like you said, like it's it's challenging to imagine an improved, an improved system when you're stuck in the minutia. If you're dealing with the day to day and you're just trying to keep your head above water, you can't sit there and think, well, how am I going to improve a system when the challenge is trying to make the system work on a day to day basis? And I, and I think that that's that's really the 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 challenge for a lot of um maybe not like lead perfection users but just people in general like you get caught in a rut and you're just kind of stuck with the way things are and i think that i'm sick of hearing about how people are stuck with the way things are there's there's a better yeah. way to Tell do them. things that's a good that, well that's a good point i think no, we found you know it. you you've been you've been uh you know, uh, taking on projects for, with, for us where uh, companies are busy, you know, they're fairly successful. And so to have existing people in their team handle another project and, hey, let's oversee this new improvement and oversee the training and oversee the procedural recordings and SOPs and the videos and training the staff and deploying and testing is just like, well, why don't you just tell me not to do my the rest of my job, you know, that I have to deal with every day. And I think the challenge is a lot of a lot of companies do have to make that decision. You know, you 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 some owners are very quick to to go and think, well, let me go and put that on my existing team. And they've their plate is so freaking full that you know, to them, they just like, no, we don't need it. And, 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 and I, I spoke to an owner recently who, who literally told me, I don't understand why my, why my, my, my marketing manager, my call center manager doesn't want to do this. And then when we reviewed their, their workload, you know, we were the first to say, we wouldn't want to do this either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're already swamped and you're not paying us more money to do this. And it's just, and so I think that it's, it, you know, anything that's of value, you've got to pay for, you know what I mean? And if it's not valuable to you and if it's not, it doesn't make any sense, then you're not going to pay for it and you're not going to want it to happen. You know, the level of your focus and your drive for improvement is actually quite easily measured. It's really just measured in terms of what you're investing in it. You know, if you're not investing in it, if you're not improving it, then you're not serious about it. You're just, you're curious, you're not serious, right? Um, and so with that, you know, in mind, um, we will end it here. I think that was another really, really cool, you know, uh, episode. Um, we're going to have this pretty much every week now uh, because of the the demand and the people that we've been, we've been connecting. And of course, you know, because um, of, of some of our partners, you know, that, uh, that have been asking us for this particular content. Uh, so again, you know, we're very, very pleased to have you both. Thank you again, guys, for all your, 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 your great insight. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed our chat guys. And uh, for our audience, learned a couple of things as always we here at one leg believe poor marketing pollutes the planet and that business is full of tired outdated indistinct and under 
performing unremarkable technology and marketing that sucks but what sucks even more is that many companies have forgotten the most important thing of all the customer and that's also your end user right your 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 your, your internal customers so we're on a mission on behalf of our clients is, you know internal users and customers to change that to learn more go to zero marketing waste Dot com where you can subscribe to our blog and this very podcast. You can always find us and follow us by looking for the Flamingo, Mingo, the Flamingo, and the One Leg Handle wherever you socialize online. We will see you on the next episode.